Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 139. The topic of discussion for today's episode is this. You need to stop rewarding your bad behavior. Now, if you've ever had a bad routine, action, ritual, series of things that you do on a day-to-day basis that you know are wrong and you don't pull yourself up on them and you basically just keep doing them over and over and over again, what you're doing subconsciously is you're telling yourself that this is okay. This behavior, which you know deep down is wrong, you're actually telling yourself that it's okay. You're telling yourself that this is the right thing to do, that it is acceptable, when in reality, it's not. Now, this is something I'm having to work with on a personal level with my daughter. She is almost two years old. And this is something we've all gone through at different stages of our lives. There's things, you'll, you'll do something and you know it's wrong. And this is what happens if nobody pulls you up on it. If nobody says, hey, stop doing that, that's unacceptable. Is all you do is repeat it over and over again. It just becomes what you do and it is deemed acceptable. Bad behavior becomes acceptable. It just becomes normal. This is how people go off the rails. This is how people fall off the wagon, is one bad behavior, one poor decision leads to another, leads to another, because nobody pulls you up on it, or you don't pull yourself up on it. And to be frankly honest, that needs to fucking stop. And that's what we're gonna talk about today in this episode, is helping you identify what are some poor actions, traits, characteristics, and things that you do on a regular basis that aren't up to the standard that you're capable of, or are just downright bad behaviors, and to get you to put a fucking stop to them. That's really what we're gonna try and unravel and tackle here today. Now, if you've been paying attention to the previous 138 episodes, you may be familiar with the concept of the stick and the carrot, okay? One approach seeks to promote and encourage a particular type of behavior by way of rewarding. That's the carrot. Hey, if you do something good, you will get something good. If you take the right action, you'll get something positive as a, as a reward. Okay, so that's the carrot. The other approach is to beat out bad behaviors and negative actions by way of using the proverbial stick, okay? You know, depending on your upbringing, depending on your age, you know, the old school method or the old time way of, you know, getting kids to do things the right way is to give them a clip around the ears. Oh, hey, I did this. What are you doing? Don't be an idiot. Bang, clip over the ears. You know, maybe it was the wooden spoon. Or, you know, I'm not going to go too too far down this rabbit hole, but maybe it was, you know, you got a belt. Maybe you got a bit of a slap on the ass with a belt. I don't know. Like, I don't know your upbringing. Everybody has their own personal style of 
you know, whether it's raising children, whether it's promoting good habits and routines, whether it's being a teacher in the, the traditional sense of actually, you know, being a primary school or high school teacher and teaching kids the right way to do things, the respectful way to do things, the correct way to conduct oneself. Um, I know for, for my own personal upbringing, uh, the very first primary school that I went to, uh, the principal had a cane. So if I, I can't recall if I actually ever received it, um, but if you did something that was really kind of bad or you know against what would be considered good, you would go and pay the principal a visit and you would get the cane. I don't think I ever did receive that. But, you know, even understanding what it was as the consequence is enough to, you know, basically scare you straight. So that's one method of tackling and helping to correct bad behavior. Okay, so, you know, if we think about the justice system, if you break the law, if there is a law, we'll call the law the standard, all right? You know, if you do something wrong that you know is against the law, you get punished by way of reprimand, whether it's a fine, whether it's jail time, etc. That is a line, that's a hard fucking line in the sand that when you cross it, hey, that's unacceptable. You did this action, this is the reaction. This is the consequence of those actions, right? And if you don't have something like the stick or the judicial system where you know, there's a form of punishment. What happens is the offender keeps repeating the offense over and over again, indefinitely. And the reason for it is there's no repercussions. You can do whatever you fucking want without consequence. So personally, and I think both strategies work. The carrot and the stick, they both work and they work for different reasons. Uh, they're, both, they're both useful and they both have utility. Uh, the problem I see with dangling the carrot in front of somebody uh, over and over again and the reward method is that you're always seeking more and more reward. You're always looking for what's in it for me. What am I going to get out of this? So you're looking for a validation. You're looking for an endorsement, some form of recognition, someone clapping you or giving you a pat on the back saying, hey, good job, well done. Um, and that essentially becomes the name of the game not actually acting and behaving a certain way based upon how you should. So what happens is you essentially, you quit seeing the end result or the long-term outcome that you're actually chasing, you know, as the carrot. You, you're, you're not looking at that as the reward in of itself. You're looking for something else, the thing on top of. So you're only doing it for the extra or the additional reward that's placed in front of you. So, you know, I find, I think that's a terrible way to live is I'm, I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to do that because there's nothing in it for me. Well, let's say, for example, your goal is to increase strength. I, don't, I shouldn't have to beat you over the fucking head with a stick to say, hey, you've got to do those extra two reps. You've got to lift that extra 1.25 kilos. You have to go up to that next kettlebell if you want to get stronger. I shouldn't have to threaten or put some kind of, um, fear into you to make you actually take those steps or perform those actions. It needs to come from within you. And and this is the thing that I find, especially in today's modern societies, everybody wants that fucking carrot. They, they're always asking the question, what's in it for me? You know, what, what am I getting out of this? 
And I understand that to a degree. As humans, we wanna do what's in our best self-interest. But you also have to acknowledge that, hey, sometimes the reward is actually the reward. So what I mean by that is if your goal is to get stronger, the reward isn't a fucking gold star or a chocolate or a certificate or a trophy. It's actually the byproduct is you're actually stronger. So that that's the reward. If your goal is weight loss, you know, you're not looking for, you know, a a discount on services or, you know, um you know, a free personal training session because you lost the weight that you wanted to lose in the first place. Like that's the reward is the actual, hey, you wanted to lose weight, now you've actually fucking lost it. That's the reward. I shouldn't have to offer you another additional extra incentive to do the thing that you wanted to do in the first place. Do you see how that kind of works? And the reason I don't like that is, is because of this. If I hold, if I dangle that carrot in front of you, okay, and you quit seeing that end result or outcome as the actual carrot and the reward in and of itself, it leads to a mentality of positive vibes only, is how a student of mine actually put it yesterday in a training session. Is, you know, it means that you can't say anything negative. It means that I can't give you any criticism, whether it's constructive, whether it's for your own self benefit. Um, and I find that mentality and that mindset and that attitude, all it's going to do is breed a soft, weak, and coddled society. And I want no part in that. I want to build strong, resilient, you know, tough people. And that does mean sometimes, hey, you need a bit of tough love. If you do something wrong, I might give you a clip over the air. I might pull you up and say, hey, what you're doing isn't acceptable. You're acting, your level is here, the standard is here. And I've set the stand here because I know you can get there. And anything below that is considered unacceptable. And it's up to you to then rectify that discrepancy and close that gap and get the standard back to where it needs to be. I shouldn't have to offer you a carrot. And I shouldn't have to threaten you with a stick. Because you know what you're capable of and you know what you're actually performing to. Does that make sense? So again, they, they both work. The carrot works. If I give you some kind of reward or incentive, I may do it sparingly every now and then. I don't want to do it all the time because then you will become desensitized to it. You will expect a larger reward, a bigger, shinier object to chase and pursue. And I don't want that to happen. I want you to develop the thing that everybody fucking wants so much, which is motivation. Not an external motivation, an internal motivation an intrinsic drive to actually do the thing because the result that you're chasing is enough. Can you see how that kind of becomes a, I'm trying to find the right word here. Uh, it becomes a flywheel. Once you get a little bit of momentum, that momentum can keep sustaining itself. It's not like I have to put extra you know, wood on the fire to keep it going. It keeps feeding itself. So the concept that you can kind of think about is this, all right? Think about this as, as a society as a whole. The right thing to do is always the right thing to do. That shouldn't be up for debate, okay? What if you just treat your goals and ambitions as enough? 
shouldn't need to tempt you with something extra, something shiny, a fucking trophy, a certificate, you know, a discount, an external reward. It needs to come from within you. The end result or the outcome that you're looking for needs to be enough. It should be enough for you. And if it's not, maybe it's just the fact that your expectations of what and when a reward is produced is wrong. You don't deserve a reward for every single thing that you do. You don't need a tap on the back. You don't need a fucking email that says, hey, Billy, good job. I want everybody here in this office to give Billy a good job. You did what you were supposed to do, Billy. Well done. Go you. Fuck that. Do your job. Do what's expected of you because it's the right thing to do. And here's the thing. If you do do something well, good. Give yourself a pat on the back. You don't need anyone else to, you know, fluff you up or, you know, sprinkle some fairy dust saying, hey, you're fucking tremendous. You know what's the right thing to do and when's the not the right thing to do. It's just a matter of having the wherewithal and the self-awareness to say, hey, yep, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Don't need to change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. And there's times where maybe you do drop the ball or you do let things slide and you do let your standards drop. And I've been there as well. And you just need to call yourself out on it and be like, hey, I'm actually falling below the level that I'm capable of. So, you know, if you ever have these feelings of, oh, I'm not good enough or feeling a bit down or a bit depressed, it's like oftentimes that happens because you're operating and you're living to a level that is beneath what you're capable of. And it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. But if you rectify that gap, if you close that gap between the level that you're actually at versus the level you're capable of, you'll often find a lot of contentment. You'll find a lot of satisfaction. And again, that's that's the piece where I'm saying it's enough. That in and of itself is the carrot. And on the flip side, if you do something wrong, you can bet your ass that I'm going to let you know about it. If you're doing, if your program calls for 10 reps and you stop at eight because nobody's looking, coach isn't looking, I'll just stop short. Or if you're doing sprints and there's a fucking cone down the end and you stop a meter or a half a meter short of it and I see that, I'm fucking going to pull you up on it. I don't accept that. There's a fucking cone there for a reason. It's it's not up for interpretation. There's a line there. Get to the line. If, for example, I know you can squat below parallel and you're doing high squats, you're doing half rep squats. Um, yeah, we will rectify that. I will not let you get away with doing high squats when you're capable of doing deep squats. The standard is here. Your level is here. I need to bridge that gap. You need to bridge that gap. Don't make me put a punishment on you because I will if I have to. But if I don't have to, I would prefer that. I would prefer you to actually be like, yeah, those squats were pretty high. Next set, I'll do better. And the reason you'll do better is because you can do better. It's not a punishment. I don't have to offer you an extra incentive, a carrot, a shiny fucking star, gold medal, an award. You do it because you can do it. You have the capacity. Your capabilities here your, uh, your reality's here, let's get those two where they line up again. 
And just on that as well, if you make an error, that's okay. We all make errors from time to time, myself included. I make mistakes. You've heard it, you heard it here first. I make mistakes. All right? You make a mistake once, that's fine. That's It happens. If you do it more than once, it's no longer an accident. It's a choice. It's a decision. I'm going to repeat that because that bears repeating. We all make mistakes, myself included. I make, I have fuck ups. I have times where I do the wrong thing, where you know maybe I deviate off plan, or you know I get distracted. But if you make one error, okay, that might be an accident. That's okay. But if you make it, if you make the same mistake twice, it's no longer an accident. It's a choice. It's a decision. You fuck up once. Oh shit! Didn't realize I was doing that. Okay, you're now aware of it. If you keep repeating that bad behavior over and over again and nothing changes, you are aware of it, you've decided not to do anything about it, and you've let this standard slide, it's a decision, it's a choice. And if I'm aware of it, I'm gonna fucking pull you up on it because I know and you know that your performance and your capabilities here and you're performing all the way down here, you know, three, four, five, ten levels below that. And it's my job as a coach to get you back up to the level that you're capable of. And it's your responsibility, if you want to get better, to close that gap as well. So really what it comes down to is setting standards for yourself. Um, You have to set standards that are reasonable and challenging. And the reason I say those two things in the same sentence is this. The rules of the game must be clearly defined, okay? If the rules of the game are ambiguous, if there are gray areas or loopholes, you will find them and you will jump through them every time because they exist. But if the standards you set for yourself, if the rules of the game are clearly defined, okay, these are the things I will do, these are the things I will not do. It's black and white. It's not up for interpretation. It's not up for interpretation. Standards. Set them. But if you don't meet those standards, you need to know it. And you need to be held accountable. This means you literally have to stand up to account for your actions. If you break that down, this is why I... This is why I try to be very pragmatic uh, with how that how I live and also how I coach. Um, feelings and emotions do play a role in what we do. I'm, I'm not gonna deny that, uh, but it's your role, your responsibility to become aware of those things, but not act in accordance to how you feel. Okay, again, I've talked about this before and it really bears repeating as much as possible until it fucking just becomes your normal way of thinking. The way you feel doesn't have to be the same as the way you act. You may feel like shit. You can still take good actions. And you may feel great and have all the enthusiasm and motivation in the world. And you can still take shit actions. So the, the, really the, the thing we're looking for is, did you did you do the right thing? Yes or no? For your, for your goals. For your personal goals. For your professional goals. For your strength and fitness and conditioning goals. Did you do that? And the problem that we face these days as a society, I think, is everybody's so fucking terrified of being offended. 
is that you can't say anything that consists of or looks or smells like or sounds like criticism because everybody takes things so fucking personally. Look, if I say, if I give you some feedback on a, on a squat, let's use that squat as an example. If you're squatting really high and I know you can squat really deep, you're only doing yourself a disservice. And me bringing it up to you and saying, hey, Billy, you're doing these half rep squats. I wanna see if you can squat a bit deeper. And you just decide, nah, I don't want to. And I keep saying, Billy, show me an unloaded body weight squat as deep as you can. And you're squatting, you know, four, five, six, eight, ten 10 inches deeper. And then I give you some load, a barbell, dumbbell, kettlebell, whatever it is, and you're squatting high again. You know, you're 10 inches higher than you were without any without without any weight. We're going to have a discussion there. We're going to have a, a back and forth about why you're missing those extra 10 inches of range of motion. Is it because it's just difficult? Yeah, coach, it's just difficult. I don't want to get the extra 10 inches worth of squatting. Well, okay, Billy, it's just clearly too heavy for you. And you debate me about it. No, no, it's not too heavy. I've got it. Well, show me the extra 10 inches of fucking depth. I'm not attacking you, Billy, as a human being. I'm attacking your ability to squat to the level that you're capable of. Do you see what I'm saying there? Like, I'm not criticizing you as a person. I'm criticizing the ability that without any weight, you squat really deep, really well. But when I give you some external load, which increases the demands placed upon your body, you squat high. I want to know why that is. Because if it's just a... If it's just the, the fact that it's hard and it's difficult, cool. Do it anyway. If you can't do it with the load that I've given you, we'll decrease the load until you can. And if you take offense to that, that's okay. I'm willing for you to feel offended. I said some words. And your response was, I choose to be offended by what you said. Rather than, okay, Jesse's given me some feedback. Unloaded, I squat really deep. Yes, I know how low I squatted. Then I added the weight and I squatted higher than that. And I'm choosing not to get down to that same depth. Like, what's there to be offended about? <laughs> like, it's a choice, it's a decision. I'm not gonna reward you with heavier weights and a higher level of progression when you're not demonstrating proficiency that you're capable of. So the stick in that regard would be Billy, you want to squat with a uh, 40 kilo kettlebell, that's fine. Uh, your ability level just isn't there, so we're going to drop it back to a 32. Oh, and that's a, that's a shot to the ego. That's a, that's a gut check. That's a bit of a fucking, oh, it feels like, it almost can feel like a backward step. But hey, in terms of your safety and your ability level, your, your, your ability is only as good as the 32 kilo kettlebell right now. And unless you want to pay more attention and more focus and put more effort and energy into that 40 kilo kettlebell and squat all the fucking way down like you did without a kettlebell, that's where you're going to stay. So it's then up to you to adjust your actions and your choices based upon that. And on the flip side, the carrot is this. If you, Billy, the listener, decide, okay, I don't want to beat the 32 kilo kettlebell I actually want to get to the beast. I actually want to squat with a 48. Your choice is fucking, your, your decision is real simple. Dominate that 40. Get the extra 10 inches of depth. Do that over and over again. Demonstrate proficiency. And then when you can do that well and consistently, hey, Billy, your squats have been outstanding. You're squatting beautifully. 
Nice upright torso, keeping the kettlebell fairly close. You're getting you know, the same depth as without any load. Fantastic. Here's your reward, the 48 kilo kettlebell. You've been working hard. You've been putting in the effort. I like that. You're strong enough. You're resilient enough. Your technique's solid enough. You can ascend to the next kettlebell. So, you know, Billy can take the, that as, you know, me being mean or, you know, me picking on him or singling him out. Why are you picking on me? Why don't you go and fucking bother somebody else and pick on their, their technique? Pick that apart. Well, here's my response. What if I am singling you out? So what? The only reason I'm doing it is because I have your goals and your self-interest in mind. Is, is this in your best interest? Yeah, I know what you're capable of and I want to see you fucking reach that potential. What's so wrong with that? What is so wrong with me picking apart an exercise that you do that's not up to standard? What's wrong with me taking the time to say, hey, you're doing the exercise like this? I want to change a few little things and get you to try and get it a little bit more like this. Let's try that. So me giving you feedback about your technique, whether it's squatting deeper, whether it's changing your bench press technique, whether it's kettlebell swinging differently, I'm not attacking you as a person. What I am doing is critiquing your feet, uh, your technique. I'm critiquing your technique. I'm giving you constructive feedback, constructive criticism to help you get better. Now, you may not receive it as such. You may receive it as a personal attack. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesse, you're saying that, you know, I thought my technique was good and you're telling me it's now bad. What the fuck, bro? Uh, well, first of all, let's just pump the brakes there, champ. Let's just take a load off, take a step back, and let's look at the facts. Okay. The standard of movement is over here. Okay. Standard of movement is here. These are the things we're looking for, A, B, C, D. And your technique is over here. It looks a bit different. Uh, you're doing A and B. You're completely missing C. And D, you kind of get just a few of the, few of the reps. So you tell me. Do you want me to bring you know that to your attention? Do you want me to help you get better? Or would you rather me just sweep that under the rug and just say, hey, yeah, keep going, Billy. You're doing great when perhaps you're not. Perhaps some things do need tweaking and adjusting to actually make you become better. Am I criticizing you or am I actually helping you? Bad behavior. I don't, I don't stand for it. I don't accept it and I won't let it slide. If something needs to be addressed, uh, I will address it with you. I'm not going to be a dickhead or an asshole about uh, about the way I do it. Um, but you need to be made aware of it. So this is what I want you to think about. On your health and fitness journey, uh, you, you're going to have steps to take, actions to follow through on, and habits to consistently perform. Okay, You're not going to get there by taking one fucking step or doing something well just once. It's going to take more than that. All right. Um, and the thing is, if you don't do these things, if you're not consistent, if you don't take the right actions, if you have no routines and habits that you fall back upon, um, well, you know what you need to do, but you just don't do it. There's only one person to blame. It's you. Yep, it's you. If you know what to do and you're not doing those things, don't look externally, don't look at other people, don't look at circumstances, don't look at life. Look in the motherfucking mirror. Because I won't reward you for bad behavior. 
nor should anybody else. You should be made to stop, take stock of it, hear about it, then reflect, and then hopefully change it. Actually improve it, do something about it. But if you're unwilling or unable to do that voluntarily by on your own volition and by your own accord, uh, and you're in my sphere, if you're in my world, if you're part of the people who I work with or want to work with, if you wanna join my cohort of students, um, understand that if you know what to do and you choose not to do it, um, I will enforce a punishment or a repercussion on you. So you can call it reward for effort if you want to. <laughs> so if your actions produce the result that you want, great, that is your reward. You did it correctly, you got the most benefit out of what it is that you're doing. Whether it's an exercise, whether it's a something for nutrition, whether it's a, you know, a stress release, whatever it is. But if your actions are counter to that of your goals, then you'll get a penalty. I set standards for my personal training students, the people and uh, that I work with. Some of which are these. All right. These are some of the standards that I have set for my own students. So if you want to work with me and get personal training from me, these are some of the things that you can expect to, to face and to deal with. Punctuality. Uh, lateness is not tolerated. So if you are late, there is a penalty. There is a fine to pay. Uh, training gear. You have to bring a towel. You have to use the towel. Uh, if you get thirsty when you work out, yeah, bring a bottle of water. Um, if you get really thirsty, bring two bottles. So I have a pledge that I get all of my students to read and sign when they start with me. Okay. And at the bottom, this is what it says. If any standard is breached, it will incur a penalty. The fine will be paid in the form of five strict burpees per offense. In the case of punctuality, the penalty is five reps per minute late. So if you decide to wait until the last minute to get in your car and drive to training and you're five minutes late, congratulations, you have just won 25 burpees. Okay, if you're early, that in of itself is the reward. No burpees for you, good job, you did the bare minimum, well done. Again, that's the carrot and the stick. The carrot is no burpees. The stick is as many burpees as the time that you are late. When you accept and tolerate low standards, your performance will slip. Little by little, it'll start to deteriorate and your, your results will reflect that as well. So while you may think that, you know, somebody holding the stick is just out to be an asshole, maybe, just maybe they set these standards and they set these rules to challenge you, to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This is a phrase that I hear people sprout all the fucking time is, I just wanna be the best version of myself possible. Really? Okay then, how are we gonna make that happen? You got any standards, you got any routines that you do on a daily and weekly basis? No, you don't. Oh, well, how the fuck are you gonna become the best version of yourself if you've got nothing to use as a benchmark or a standard to measure yourself against? 
It's all just subjective. I feel like I'm doing a great job, so I'm going to pat myself on the back. No, 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 no. I want a standard. I want something that I can actually hold up and be like, hey, this is what you're capable of versus this is what you're actually doing. Yeah, I don't want to guess. I want proof. I want facts. I want data. I want things that tell me in black and white, yes, this is what you're capable of, and you are also achieving those standards. Congratulations. You are being the best version of yourself possible. Because anything underneath that line, anything below that standard, is not the best version of yourself. Is it? No. You set the standard and you fell below the line. So in order for you to become the best version of yourself possible, you must meet that standard or exceed that standard. And this is what happens when you learn more, when you get stronger, when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone is you level up. It's like when you play a video game, level one, you just kind of, you've just bought a new video game and you start playing it and it's relatively easy. So you pass it. What happens when you complete level one? You go to level two and level two is a little bit harder. And then you're trying to figure out, oh, that wasn't in the level one. So I got, you know, I got to figure out how to, you know, beat this opponent or, you know, find a way through the maze or whatever it fucking happens to be. And, you know, maybe you, you lose a few lives and you struggle and you fail and you hit a wall and you just can't beat it. And eventually after trial and trial and error and error, you succeed. And then after level two comes level three and so on and so on. And you continue leveling up. So the game doesn't necessarily get any easier. In fact, it actually gets harder. But what does happen is you get better, you get smarter, you get quicker, you get more responsive. Yeah, it's a lot like life. <laughs> it's a lot like strength training. It doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. You just become more efficient, more effective. Yeah? That's the best correlation that I can think of off the top of my head is, you know, it's like a fucking video game. If you don't keep trying, if you don't keep learning, finding new ways to, you know, to play the game and understand the rules of the game, you're not going to pass it. You're not going to beat that level. You're not going to go to level two. You're going to be stuck on level one. Level one fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, the game could go up to 50 levels and you're stuck on level one. Jesus Christ, what a miserable fucking existence that is. You don't get what you want in life, you get what you tolerate. If you truly, truly want the best for yourself, you have to set the best standards, the highest of standards for yourself. And then you have to follow through and act to that standard in everything that you do, because it shows whether you know it or not, people are watching at work, on the way to work, how you dress, how you act, how you present yourself, how you train in a gym, all of these things, they add up to the highest level of fucking capacity that you have. So if your capacity is here and your reality, the level that you're acting upon is here, we need to do something about this gap. We need to set standards that you can attain, that challenge you and push you without me having to get my fucking stick and bash you over the head with it. The reward is you're capable of living here, but you're living here right now. I want you there. I want you to be better. I want you to grow. I want you to become the best version of yourself. And the way we get there, it's not by decreasing the standards. 
because that just makes you feel worse about yourself. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can, but my best is shit. You're capable of this. So raise your effort, raise your standards, call yourself out on the bullshit. And if you don't, I will. Everything that you do. But for heaven's sake, do not, do not reward yourself for bad behavior or doing something that is contradictory to the goals you have. Because more carrots, more rewards, that they're not gonna solve that problem. It's only gonna amplify them and make them worse. And then if you keep doing that for a while, you are going to need one hell of a wake up call. One huge life event to fucking shake you to your core, or a huge fucking stick to stamp out those poor actions and the attitude that you've developed. So by all means, yes, have a carrot, have something that you can strive towards. The carrot isn't, you know, oh, I went and did my gym, my gym session, cool, I'm gonna go and eat a tub of ice cream. No, like the reward is the benefits that you get from the physical training. You know, because if all you do is keep giving yourself fucking carrots, you know, oh, I did the training that I was supposed to do. That's the reward. And you think that's not enough. I'm gonna give myself another reward. I'm going to uh, buy myself something new online. Well, fuck. You know, I'm sure you can think of many things that you just like to purchase as a little gift to yourself, a little treat. All right. You know, you follow your meal plan and you think, yes, I'm going to blow it and I want, what's something that I like? I'm going to go and have a whole bag of chips, salt and vinegar chips, Red Rock Deli. That's my kryptonite, by the way. Um, <laughs> Red Rock Deli chips, my absolute kryptonite. But if you, you know, you follow a meal plan for, for one day and you think, yes, the reward for myself is a whole bag of chips. There's 600 calories and you've just undone all the fucking hard work you've worked towards. Well done. Go you. You know, you can't reward every single thing that you do. You have to acknowledge that, hey, this is just what I'm meant to do. As I said, the right thing to do is the right thing to do. So yes, please, have something that you're striving towards. But don't forget what happens when you don't live up to your potential or follow through on what you said you will do. Hint, you will get a slap across the face with a stick. Bad behavior is not something to commend. It's not something to be proud of. It's something to be stamped out. It's something to acknowledge, yes, these are my shortcomings, and then actually do something about it. Maybe it is, you know, those little things that I put in place for my students, I don't want to use them ever, but I put them as a line in the sand saying, these are the standards that are set for students of fuller strength and conditioning. This is the standard of operation. If you, fall, if you miss anything on that fucking pledge, hey, you read it, you acknowledged it, you signed, you said I would uphold these values and this standard, you didn't uphold this standard, here's your reward, five burpees. You know, that should hopefully be enough to scare people straight. And you need to find what's the thing that's gonna scare you straight in terms of stopping bad behavior. Maybe it is a punishment. You know, maybe you miss your exercise session. All right, it's pissing down with rain. Okay, punishment, you gotta go for a 30 minute trot in the rain. I don't know. You know, these are just options. 
you know what you don't like doing, maybe use that as a repercussion or a penalty or the proverbial fine for when you don't do something. What's the one thing you hate most? Cold shower. Okay, cool. Fucking hate cold showers. You know, don't do something you're supposed to. Cool. Cold shower. Well done. That's your reward. These are little things that you can just sprinkle and, you know, throw here and there on a needs basis to stamp out bad behaviors. But don't accept them. Don't settle for them. And don't lower your bar. Excellence at the highest level in everything you do is what we are chasing. Now, go and chase it. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.